Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. With me, as always, my best buddy, my good friend, your co-host, Shoeless Mike. I thought it was Mysterious Mike. It's Mysterious Shoeless Mike. Or is it Shoeless Mysterious Mike? It's one of the three. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Mysterious whichever, Mike. Whichever one we got from uh, Santos. I don't remember what he said. Or do you want to go with the one that you came up with, Hoppy? Hoppy Mike? Uh, any of those will do. The problem I have with Hoppy Mike is there's a guy in Prescott that is the ultra barfly, I guess you would say. And he goes by the name Hoppy because he's always hopping around and bouncing around all over the place. And he plays a, uh, not a ukulele, a mandolin. He's he's a raging barfly. I mean, Hmm. seriously, like I work downtown on Whiskey Row and he will be standing outside the bars smoking a cigarette as I'm walking into work in the morning on like Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so that's where I go when I hear Hoppy. All right, so enough off topic, as I like to do. Mike, what movie did you and I see this week? Well, we were supposed to see a movie, um, the one with um, Mr. Rogers. Uh, what, what was it called, man? The uh, wo- Won't the- You Be My Neighbor? Yeah, won't you be my neighbor? But uh, neither one of us got the movie, uh, so we had to scramble to change, and we changed to a movie called Hotel Artemis. You guys didn't get that over there? Because I thought for sure, being in a big metropolitan, you guys would have gotten it. Because they got it down in Phoenix, but it's literally at one screen, and I think it's the Harkins Art Theater in Tempe. Now, um, I, I think we might get it later on, but so far we don't have it at all. Dude, that sucks, man. It is getting incredible reviews. I really want to see that movie. I really do. We might have to do a video on demand or a, um, what what do we call it? A tributary? Yes, a tributary. We might have to do a tributary on that one. All okay. right, so Mike, Hotel Artemis. I personally was really stoked for this movie. I thought the trailers were incredible. I liked the story. I thought it was going to be a really good movie. It has an incredible cast. Give us the rundown. Yeah, so this movie is uh, set in a riot-torn, near-future Los Angeles. Uh, Hotel Artemis follows the nurse who runs a secret members-only emergency room for criminals. And uh, it's directed by uh, Drew Pierce and stars Jodie Foster... Sophia Botella, David Batista, Sterling K. Brown, Jeff Goldblum, uh, and a few other people. Um, this movie looks like it was going to be awesome, but I think you can tell by both the way that Matt and I have said that, that this movie was not good. Yeah, it, it was not good is a tough word, but it's a good word to use. I think disappointing is a better word for me personally. Yeah, I guess disappointing. Like, the actors in the movie are awesome. But the story of this movie, I was thinking about it. I can't figure out what it is. Right. 
I I thought the acting was just incredible. I mean, look at the cast. How, how could you not have great acting? And one that I was a little apprehensive about was uh, Dave Bautista. I thought he would have just, you know, been Drax, because that seems to be what he's doing lately, is he's Drax and all these other movies, but he didn't. I really, really thought Dave Bautista did a great job as the uh, nurse slash bouncer for the hotel. Uh, he was he was the orderly, Matt, not the orderly. nurse. Orderly, sorry, not the yes, nurse. Yes, and he was a medical professional. Yes. Well, see, you got it. the notes pulled up. I don't. I'm going off of you. And I saw this a lot farther ago than you did. You saw it, what, today? Yeah, you saw it like two days ago. You've already, no, it's already it. left, left your memory? No, dude, I saw it Thursday. Oh. It came out it came out here on Thursday. I went to the first showing here. I was literally the only person in the theater. Everybody else went and saw Ocean's 8. Yeah, I um there wasn't very many people watching at uh, the theater I was watching at and um it's I don't know. It's this is the second movie in a row where we're watching like a near future movie, and there's some cool stuff. Like they were um, 3D printing like organs and stuff. That was oh neat. yeah, that like, was really cool. S- yeah. Some of the concepts in the movie were kind of neat, like uh, riding over like um, water. Water. Yeah. Um, all this stuff is probably very soon to be happening in real life, but the way that the movie was, it just. Seemed like it was a bunch of things that they had to tell you everybody's story, and like I, I kind of got this feeling that it was going to be kind of like a Quentin Tarantino and um, uh, Robert Rodriguez four rooms type movie, where it's going to be some stories and stuff. But then it, it I don't know, it do, it doesn't. It seems like it has like a lot of things that it's trying to do, and it, it just never gets a clear focus of what. Are we supposed to care about this nurse? Are we supposed to care about these bank robber guys? Like, I'm not sure what's going on. Like, it's it's very strange. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. This, I like the main story of it, the story of the hotel and all these criminals go there to get healed under the radar, um, recoup, get their lives saved, whatever. I thought that was a great story in and of itself. Where they really started losing me on this was all the other side stories, just as you're pointing out. You know, Jeff Goldblum's character story. That one was kind of important. I guess it was okay to have it in there because he is like the boss of all of L.A. But I mean, do we really need... Yeah, do we really need everyone else's story in this movie? I don't think so. I think, fine. Tell us why... Uh, Jodie Foster's character has been at the hotel over 20 years and hasn't set foot outside. Great. But you don't need to keep showing it to us and keep reiterating it and reiterating it. You know, um, the bank robbers. Yes, I understand. They're brothers. And, you know, the dude has a heroin addiction and all this other stuff. But they just keep going and going and going on everyone's freaking story. And so they're trying to tell like five or six different stories at once when the main story just starts falling apart because there's just so much going on. Just give us a little bit. Like, don't even show us, like, flashbacks and stuff. Just say these are bank robbers and this is what happened. And, you know, center on the hotel. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see more... Well, you see a lot of Jodie Foster, but I think that should have been the main story. was Jodie Foster, Dave Bautista, the hotel... 
and Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah. Everything else, I think, should have just been a mention, maybe. And then have more people come and go. And then don't have, you know, the shit go to chaos at the end like it did. I think it should have just been about the hotel. I think it would have been better. But that's yeah. me. Yeah, like the Charlie Day's character uh, as Acapulco, or, yeah, Acapulco. Uh, he didn't need to be there. Like, he didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't add anything to the movie. No, you don't, you don't find anything about his character really at all besides he's supposed to be some high high power guy that he keeps telling you that he's like amazing. He's pretty much just an asshole. So and I literally like the only thing his character brought to the table was that he had a 3D printed gun that he could stick in the machine and create a gun in this place where there's not supposed to be guns. That's pretty much all his character did. Yeah, because I, I I don't know. It was just there. It just I, I'm with you, man. I think it should have been more about the hotel. Now, speaking about the hotel, it does kind of remind me of the John Wick universe or world, where what is it? The it's not the syndicate, but um, no. yeah, you, you're talking about the the syndicate's different uh, hotels and things that are neutral ground when they go yeah, to because the hotels. Yeah. yeah, this place has rules and all that stuff because it's like, you know, criminals are criminals. But when you're getting healed, you can't kill other people. Okay. Like, like yeah. the, you know. Um, so it does have parallels to that, uh, and especially since that's so recent. You know, those last – there's been two John Wick movies, and both of them have shown these uh, immunity spots. And what happens when you go against the immunity stuff is – not good. Um, yeah, this movie just—you're right. But Batista's character was really good. He was—he was funny. He—he he had a couple scenes. You don't find out his background, but you don't need to. He—he he does his his role is just to be a, a helper for the nurse, played by uh, Jodie Foster, and I thought she did really good. But it's just a weird movie that didn't quite get going. Like, the the production of the hotel itself was pretty cool. The production design, like, the rooms, the places, that was kind of neat. Oh, yeah, and the concepts behind the individual rooms, you know, being Hawaii, being Acapulco, being all these different places, and those are the names yeah. they use, and the Ni- different Niagara. rooms look that way. Yeah. Right. And the rooms have those different things to them, those different feelings, but yet then there's this common area where they can all convene and you know, uh, push each other's boundaries. And, you know, I like that. That was an interesting part of it. All the criminals rubbing up against each other. Oh, shit. That's one that really bothered me was the um, love story. You really think this movie needed a damn love story? No, it did not. And they don't explain any of it. They just throw it in. Uh, I'm forgetting the actors' names, but they just... There was no need for that love story whatsoever. I thought it was a waste of time. Oh, with the niece, uh, the character niece. Uh, yes. The, and um, the Waikiki. The, yeah, the bank robber guy. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, yeah. They, they had known each other beforehand, which is fine. Yeah. Show that. Explain yeah. that. But then all of a sudden, their love interest gets rekindled, and that you know goes to why she doesn't do stuff or why she saves his life and whatever. It's like, seriously? We didn't need that. It's just another freaking story that we don't need in this story of nine stories, you know? Yeah, we didn't need that. Um, 
there, there was some cool action towards the end um, of the movie. Yeah, that finally. I re- but I really liked. But then it was just, it seemed like that wasn't even complete. You're like, what happened? Like, what? Like, it yeah. just kind of stops. You don't ever find out really what happened. It, there's just, there's all these things with this movie. It's like it's, it wasn't done. I don't know. Like, like it was a bad edit. Like, we need to send this thing back, and we need to re-edit it and figure out a better story. I don't know. Well, and I really wanted more action. I, I went into this movie because I had a few coworkers ask me after I saw it on Thursday if it was worth seeing. Because people, for some reason, a bunch of people at my work really wanted to go to the movies this weekend. And so they were asking me my opinions on what's out. And I'm like, there's a bunch of movies that came out that are great. They just didn't come here. <laughs> you know, there were smaller movies that didn't get as wide a release. And they were like, oh, well, how was the one you saw on Thursday? How was Hotel Hotel Artemis? I was like, honestly, it was boring. I went in there expecting it was going to be an action movie to a level. At least that's how the trailers were cut. You get a little bit of action at the beginning. Then you get like an hour and a half. No, the whole movie's an hour and a half. You get like an hour of dialogue and story building and things like that, which is fine. And then you get like 20 minutes of action at the end. Yeah. That's it. But that is not how they sold this movie. They sold it as an action movie, and it was not. Yeah, it, it just didn't come together very well. Um, I know we're not to the part where we are doing the, the readings, but... Uh... Dude, if you uh, want to rate it now, you can. It's I, fine with me. This will be the first movie that I'm not going to recommend people watch. I don't think it's worth it. You don't even think it's worth it if people watch it on Netflix, if it comes out on Netflix? I mean, I guess if they've got something else to do and something they just want on in the background, maybe it's okay. But it's it's just, there's not, there's no real great value of this movie. The only reason I would recommend anyone to watch this movie, and this is just me, is purely for the acting. Because the acting was really, really good. The story is crap. The sets were really good. The production was really good. But the acting is pretty much the big reason you want to see it. You want to see people acting really well. I mean, yeah, Charlie Day's character sucked and was pointless, but he did a great job. He yeah. really did. Uh, Jeff Goldblum played Jeff Goldblum in Hotel Artemis. You know, you, yeah, yeah. he didn't I mean, do anything special. He only says about three sentences or something in the whole yeah. in the movie. He's he's not he's not really in it. No, no. the The idea of his character is more important than him being in the movie, actually. But I really thought Jodie Foster did an incredible job. She almost always does, and I really thought Dave Bautista did a fantastic job as well. Those are the two pieces of acting that really stuck out as something special in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's what I'm feeling, too. This movie was just like, you know, this is uh, an instance where the trailer looked like it was going to be, the movie was going to be awesome, and it was terrible. And we've talked about how we watched some of the movies, and they were, the trailer was terrible, and the movie was good. So, yeah, well, this time they got it the other way. The, they got the right guy to cut the trailer and they got the wrong guy to cut the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think I have to agree with you. 
Now, so, what'd you think about it being only an hour and a half long? I mean, this is the age of two hour long plus movies. Even movies that are not giant blockbusters are now on average two hours. Now, granted, I, I don't pay special note to run times of most movies, but when I saw the runtime of this, I was like, huh, that's really surprising. It's a 90 minute movie. I don't remember a 90 minute movie as of recently. Yeah, besides going to see um, Isle of Dogs, uh, which was an animated movie, a stop motion animation, I, you're right. I don't think. I think just about everything we watch is like an hour and 45 or longer. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was a good thing. It's nice to see back to form a little bit for me. But again, I mean, if they would have just stuck with that one story instead of doing all this other shit, it would have been better. Yeah, it was just it was just a weird movie, man. Like, um, what, what was your... Do you, what would you say would be your favorite scene from this movie? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I kind of like the opening scene, you know, to be honest. Not the, not the riots and the water and all that stuff. That's important storytelling, and it's very interesting storytelling. But I really like the opening scene where Jodie Foster is waking up, and she's putting on some really good music, and she's getting ready for her day and she's popping her own pills and she starts just busily running around the hotel doing her job. I really kind of like how that was done and how it was shot. And you don't even realize that she's also listening to the music that you're listening to until she pulls her own headphones out and stuff. And I just really like how that was done. You know, it looked like I think it started out really well It's like this is going to be this is going to be cool. This is going to be fun. You know, then the music they used really helped set that tone as well. And then it just was kind of downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite scene would be the... I really like the action scene with the girl um, right towards the end. Yeah, the Um, one with uh, all the knives and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It reminded me of some other movies, but I couldn't quite tell you which one. It was just... It was was a well-set-up scene, but... This whole movie was just so, I don't know, it just, it didn't have, it doesn't have the right flow. It seems like it was just on the edge of being really good, and it it just wasn't. Yeah, I honestly, I think it's just the story that did it. You know, everything else was flowing well. You know, the, the, the timing of the movie goes well, the production looks really well, the acting was great. The story just wasn't there, and it was... They just tried to do too much. They really did. Yeah. So, oh, Matt, Matt there's you got one. It. No, oh, no, oh. there's one. I got you, I got you. I got okay. one I just thought of. Um, The French chick, the one we were just talking about with the blades. Yes. What did you think about her having these implants where she records her assassinations... And sends them off so that people can watch the live recordings of the assassinations and very explicit things go on while they're watching said uh, assassinations. What did you think of that? Um, I thought that was fine. Um, it was like, uh, I don't know, I guess the, 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 
the near future, there's going to be a messed up people. Um, I guess there's always going to be messed up people. I don't know. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Um, didn't bother me. It didn't bother you. It didn't add to the story or no, bother you or really, anything. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was kind of cool that there was like an implant in her eye that could record stuff. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool, but I think the whole idea of some other dude getting his jollies off by watching someone else getting murdered was, you know, a part that could have been left out. Because, granted, I don't really care as a telling a story, but I don't think it added to the story at all. At all, whatsoever. Yeah. To have that line in there about how, you know, the dude likes to jerk off or whatever while I kill people. I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I understand. I understand you're trying to say this is a sick individual. That's already there by him watching you live kill someone. You didn't need to add that. Anyways, I'm just getting nitpicky about it, but I just thought it was dumb. So, Matt, uh, why don't you ask me about how this relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Okay, Mike. I know how it relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because this week is really easy. But let's do it, Mike. Cue the music. This week, uh, David Batista is in this movie as uh, the orderly. Uh, let me see what his character's name is here. Uh, Everest. And he's also Drax in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 and Avengers Infinity War. Okay, what about the other one? And then there's also this other guy. He's not very in it very much, but uh, Jeff Goldblum is also in it and he was in uh thor ragnarok and he is the oh um what's grand master grand master sorry yeah Yeah. it's okay i'll let it slide so this one was pretty easy though as far as relating to marvel cinematic universe i didn't have to dig i i mean when i was watching it i'm like oh boom boom i'm good well, don't get too cocky, Mike, because you might be in trouble on our next one. Uh-oh. I haven't looked into it, but you know our next movie is we are doing the one, the only, the original Predator. Not the 3,000 remakes. We're doing the original Predator for our next podcast, and it's going to be a legacy cast. And I think you might have a tough time finding a relation on that one. Well, do we need to do it on our legacy cast? I don't know. Dude, you did it in Shaun of the Dead. Dang it, I did. <laughs> I set myself you might be up in trouble. for failure. I set myself up for failure. You might be in trouble, brother. You might be in trouble. This might be the first time. For those of you who are keeping score at home, this might be the first time Mike has not nailed the legacy cast. We'll see. You'll have to tune in on uh, our next episode to find out. Yeah, I'm excited to review... Uh, the Predator. It's it's such a classic, and um, that might have been one of the first 
Arnold movies that I remember just really sticking with me. It was a lot of fun. Sci-fi, monsters, space, cool stuff. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I I love the Predator. Anyways, okay, Mike. So, do you have anything else you want to add about uh, Hotel Artemis? No, I just thought it was going to be better. Um, yeah, yeah, I was disappointed. So, let's just get to the bread and butter of our podcast. Mike, what do you rate Hotel Artemis? Uh, I'm going to give it a two reels out of five. Yeah, we're just about on the same level, man. I give Hotel Artemis two and a half reels out of five. I I don't think, unless you get it on Netflix and you have nothing else you want to watch and you want to see some good acting, pop it in. If not, don't worry about going to the movie to see this. Unless you got Movie Pass and you're really bored and you've seen Solo nine times. Yeah, I don't even know if I would waste my Movie Pass for this. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a little harsh, but wow. You know? Yeah. If there's other stuff to watch, watch that. Just make sure you watch Solo at least three or four times before you go and see this. M- Matt, are you trying to get Solo to make more money? You you want the no. Ron, Ron Howard to make to make more um, Star Wars movies? I just liked Solo. I thought it was good. I don't know why it's just getting... I think people are just being asses i don't know i thought it was a good movie um according to the internet they just didn't go because they were upset about last jedi so this is like the rebelling movie where they're rebelling against the star wars universe that's fine i support that but i don't think you still got to give it a chance i mean if you're a true star wars fan you want to go see all the star wars movies you know i hated last jedi but i still own it on blu-ray because I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, you are. Why? <laughs> That's so dumb. It's you, Star Wars. You, it's you, Star Wars, Michael. You just told me that you hate it, and you, you hate it so bad, but you have it. Are you going to open it, or are you just going to leave it unopened? Oh, no, I've already opened it. Because uh, I got uh, Dude, I had to reclaim the digital code. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, I I hated Last Jedi, but it's still a Star Wars movie, you know? No matter how bad it is, it's still a Star Wars movie. All right. Well, um, I guess on that note, uh, we will um, be doing the Predator Legacy cast uh, in the next episode, and then uh, I don't know if we have the next one after that planned. But yeah, what are we what are we doing for the next one? Let's look that up. Because um, is that Jurassic World? That week? Um, I think it's... Is, is it already coming out? Wow. Man, summer is, is, is kicking. Um, I think it's... Uh, I think it's Jurassic World, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hold, on. Hold on. This hold on, week on. is the 15th, so let me... Oh, let no, me it's Incredibles 2? Oh. Okay, so yeah, Likely. we're... Likely, because there's there's a few other movies that are coming out. Well, that's you know the other the, one, the main. You one. know the other one I really want to see. There's actually a couple coming out next week that I would not mind seeing. Um, I do want to see Incredibles two, even though I'm not a huge fan of uh, uh, Pixar and all the animated stuff. I still the first Incredibles was pretty funny. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I, but, I, I like uh, a lot of the Pixar movies. Um, maybe not some of the latest ones, but, you know, I, I definitely like Finding Nemo and Monsters, Inc. Those, like, those are great. You also have a soul, and I don't. Mm, true. So, um, Incredibles 2, uh, I kind of want to see Tag. Um, I was interested in seeing Superfly. Oh, I don't even see that on there, on my list. And then uh, Gotti is the other one that's coming out with John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. That looks interesting. And then uh, June 22nd, we have, uh, that's when Jurassic World comes out. Yes. Um, and I think we're going to have to see that one, Matt. So you're just going to have to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we might need to talk about that one, too, because I think I might have to throw some money behind that episode. Oh yeah, why? Get our, you know, buy some ads on on the Facebooks. Get our listeners up. Oh, okay. You know. And then what's after that? Oh, dude, move oh, from like oh. ten, move from like ten listeners to like twelve, like solid yeah. twelve. A solid twelve, a nice solid twelve. Okay, I, I think that'd be a good number. Yeah. So the week after that is the one that I am really, really excited about sicario day of uh uh i don't know how soldado day no day of the soldado Soldado. come on mike you grew up in southeast arizona half hour from the border you know should know a little bit of spanish right zapato yes uh yes i i do know a few things i have to say cerveza por favor yeah mas cervezas that's an important one (laughs) <laughs> um, the other one is uh, I'm an American citizen <laughs> I still tell people that story that like you didn't have to have a passport and all this other I was like no this is all before 9-11 yeah man NAFTA North American Free Trade Act good good stories good times but yeah I have to say for the month of June the movie that I am the most excited to see it has to be Sicario, man. I really, I really am looking forward to that. I loved the first one. Yeah, Just loved and, it. And I already have the MCU for that one. There's a Thanos guy in it. Oh, there's a Thanos guy and possibly a Cable guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cable. Well, we're just going to stick with the Marvel Cinema. Because, uh, yeah, unless yeah. I was stretching. Cable, yeah. Cable's a gray area still. Yeah, yeah. Now, now okay, let, since we're at it, do you have any interest in Ocean's 8, Hereditary, or that uh, new Johnny Knoxville Action Point movie? Oh, um, I kind of wanted to see Action Point just to see if it's bad. But the Hereditary apparently is really, really good and just creeps the shit yeah. out of people. So that's what I that's what I heard. I, it's getting incredible reviews for a horror movie. So if you want, we could push our next legacy cast because we do have a request. I don't. I think I told you this, Mike, but we do have a request for our next legacy cast, and it came through our Instagram. Someone actually commented on our Instagram. Woo! They they want us to do Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, Spaceballs. That would be good. And that's going to be a fun, fun legacy cast. Yeah, Matt, with your knowledge of Star Wars and and the constant um, making fun of Star Wars, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, Spaceballs is a, is a combination. There's a lot of Star Wars in there. There's a lot of Trek in there. It's just really makes fun of sci-fi overall. But the main arching theme is making fun of Star Wars. 
yeah. Oh yeah. What well, is uh what what is it um it's not um Oh now I'm forgetting his name. Who's the creature guy that that's on the Tau? Who the has creature guy in what? Describe the scene. Come on. Star Wars, he has Princess Leia in the, like the, the, the metal bikini. Are you are you shitting me? You don't know Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, Jabba the Hutt. What did they have? Pizza the Hutt on, on Star oh, Wars? Oh, yeah, Pizza the Hutt. And he, <laughs> ate himself, and he ate himself to death. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Such good stuff. Yeah. It's fun. It's real good. And Darth Helmet. Darth <laughs> Helmet's just one of the best. <laughs> And the lines and the lines that he uses, you know, I bet you she gives good helmet. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, oh, that's not to get off topic again, but that's another discussion that I for sure want to bring up in Predator. And I think it's going to become possibly a segment for every single legacy cast, because most of the legacy cast films, that, at least that we're starting out with, other than Shaun of the Dead, are fairly old. They're like 80s. Maybe some 70s, maybe early 90s. And here's the topic I want to bring up. And it's going to be my segment. I'm going to have to find some music for it. No, okay. But could, could this movie be made today? Ooh. That's, that's, a, that's going to be the topic. Segment. Yeah. Because, for instance, the first movie that comes to mind is another Mel Brooks movie that there literally would be riots in the street if someone made it today. And that's Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there literally would be riots. There literally would be riots in the streets if that movie was made today. But in the 80s, no problem. Because people understood satire. Because <laughs> we weren't uh, so politically correct, Matt. Right. It didn't hurt us. We didn't get our feelings. The, 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 we didn't have to fill out hurt feelings reports and stuff like we do now. Yeah. Okay, so let's plan this out. Let's do Incredibles 2 for um, uh, the week of the 18th. So we'll do Incredibles 2 the week of 18th. And do you want to do a second new one? Do you want to do that uh, action point? Or do you want to do Hereditary? Yeah, I'm thinking Hereditary. Um, you want to do hereditary? I, I don't know okay. if action points going to last that long, much longer in theaters. Yeah, uh, we only got it. At, we only got it at Harkins here. Yeah, I think it's doing poorly, so it's disappearing fast. Okay, so let's play in hereditary. So um, the week of the 18th, we're going to try and do two for you listeners, all 12 of you or 10 of you. No, 10. We're trying to boost to 12. Ten. We're boosting to 12. Okay, we're going to do two. We're going to do Incredibles two, which that'll be fun. And then we'll do Hereditary, which is a horror movie, and Mike loves his horror movies. I do. I like horror movies quite a bit. So let's play on that. So don't expect another Legacy cast until the week of the 25th of June, 2018. Um, and even then, we might go and see, uh, we might double up on new ones again, because, you know, Tag is coming out on the 15th, and Gotti's coming out on the 15th. I would love to see both of those. Yeah, maybe then, maybe we'll just have to release a podcast every day, Matt. Would that kill you? Uh, uh probably, probably. Uh, I might have to start making you do the uh, website. Ooh. <laughs> so, 
All right. Well, everyone, on that note, Mike, you have anything else you want to add, brother? No, I think that's it. I think we talked about every, you know, quite a bit of good stuff. This is a good episode. Cool, man. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.